Yay! Yay! We did it. Oh, my mic's. Oh, you can see it. Uh oh. See what? My microphone. Yeah. Microphone. There we go. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Speaking of Michael phone. Scott Michael phone. Scott Hello? Michael. Phone. <laughs> We're back. Boom, my guess. I did get a new mic. Or not, not a new mic, but I got a new mic stand. Oh. And, uh,. I, I rearranged my desk, so now I have a lot of open area in my room, so I can go I can, like this. I can tell. Whoa! We can see. Oh. We can see his legs. Wow! <laughs> so something he had. Oh, I'm not gonna. Do that. I'm not gonna do that. Wait, you can see my legs too. Nice. Uh oh, God. Oh, you know what? Maybe I won't go too far. <laughs> Anyways, welcome, welcome back. It's good to be back. Funny net greetings from Internet USA kicking off 2022. We Happy do, we're New back Year. from our uh, holiday speaking, break. Speaking of 2022, we have a very special video greeting message <laughs> from former President Bill Clinton. Oh, yeah. okay. Stay tuned for, for here, here, here it is. Yo, let me interrupt here to do some maintenance. I uh, pressed some wrong buttons, uh, didn't unmute my mic, and played a sound I shouldn't have played. And John, I think, made a joke about going to the gym. That's all you missed. We're going to cut right to where we fixed it. Thanks. There it is. Sorry, guys. Must not have turned my mic back on. <laughs> Fail. I, it was lit up. Sorry. What did I say? Did I say anything funny? No. No. I think I said, whose gym? Is that your boyfriend? Yeah, no, I wish. Do you want to run that back again? Start the whole thing over? There, no. No. We go workshop. What's, what's everybody's New Year's resolution? Hmm. Mine is, what, what 40p, you know? That's classic. <sighs> that's, um, that's awesome. Yeah, we are sitting here with Scott from the legendary Atlantis. That's everyone. Have you noticed that? You've been on a few shows recently, and everyone's like, the legendary and i mean rightfully so i think everyone loves it it's like one of the ogs it it feels weird like i think i said it when i was on a different podcast i was like i'm just like a regular guy <laughs> i just feel like it's me you know what i mean um but i mean obviously when it comes to atlantis that's not just me it's mostly everybody else and me just kind of putting it all in one place but um but yeah, it feels good. Yeah, <laughs> I can complain about that, right? Yeah, um, it's been it's a long time since the last 3D cast we did with you, and even longer since the first one. Yeah, which was probably when were, when were they? 2018, 20xx. I don't remember 29. I don't know how Wait. long. I don't remember when the last time we did one was. 1964. <laughs> I think oh, I was yeah. like. It had to be before 2018, probably. Yeah. Because there's a few. There's, like, the one, the first one was, like, way early, like, 2016, 17 or something. And then you were on a few more. I think you're on, like, the, our Lux, I think Lux, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, one of them would have been, like, probably 2019, I think. Yeah. Or, or 2020 maybe that was probably the last one because probably yeah. the last one we kind of did like a weird soft reboot and this is kind of like the third kind of soft reboot i love this 
like, can I just say, like, um, I have the Twitch stream up up here on the left, and like, I just love the way it looks. This is great. Uh, yeah, like, this is this is uh, yeah, mostly Disco like and John's work. This is we great. Put, we 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 built our own operating system, funny OS, we like to call it. It looks a lot like Windows ninety five. <laughs> took a lot of coding, but you know, uh, it's, we, it's 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 all there. You know? Can we try moving the windows around? Oh my god, don't make me do this. Okay, uh, hold on. It, well, it, I mean, in the next it, software it's, update... It's, it's not it really... It's kind of user-friendly, but uh, when we're talking about Randy, you know, it's sort of like... Oh! Oh, there, he figured it out. He figured it well, out. Well, you know, we arranged all these windows, so, you know, so everyone was like, ah, uh, right there, not a little to the left, um, uh, right there. And then, so now you want me to go move everything around. I'm like... It's there's just, like three well, there's an undo that don't matter. Also, there's an undo function in uh in OBS. I mean, uh, oh, there it is. It worked. You're right. So I can't on funny OS. Hey, on funny OS. Nice. Just, I'm have, just have just have Scott block me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the first time we've ever done a visual gag. I know. I'm always. Uh, I used to be like really like. Uh, can I not have the camera on, guys? I don't want to. You know, I don't want it to be stored somewhere. Now I could care less. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. They're already in Even my house. All these years. Maybe well, who cares? The uh, yeah. kind of we're all on Facebook. They got our information. What do we <laughs> care? I ain't worried anymore. Yeah, it's called Meta now. Oh wait, no, that's the parent company. It's still called Facebook. They're called Alphabet. Lots of things have changed in the last few They're years. Called letters. They called <laughs> words. <laughs> um, we kind of a, a double play on our. What was our what was our title for the episode? Help, we're still here. Help, we're still here. Which is kind of like, uh, <laughs> hey, we're back from Christmas, and also kind of like uh, our topic is like projects that have been around a while because Elanthus yes. celebrates its ten year, ten yeah. year effing anniversary. And business casual, you know, also yeah, been around for a long good. time. Uh, we're we're gonna be nine this year. Wow! Oh, happy birthday! I'm, I'm trying to figure out uh, what to do for that. I'm still figuring that out. Well, what do nine-year-olds <laughs> usually like on birthdays? Pinatas, dinosaurs, cake. dinosaurs. Let's do dinosaurs. dinosaurs I would ultimate. an exhaustive compilation of as many of your artists you've ever had. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking so much fun. Honestly, I'm doing that for ten. <laughs> yeah. Pretend, I mean, yeah, you have so much good content on there, like, oh, and to see like where that what they're all doing now, because especially I feel like, um, like business casual artists, a lot of them really leaned into creating newer styles of music as time went on. Yeah, I think I, I think you get a really cool record out of that. I I well I, I'm gonna say this: it's been a long time since since I've compiled a all new compilation from like like i ask an artist send me something and then i'll put it in a, in a thing it's been a while since i've done that because it is hell doing that it's awful it's literally the worst like and I, I deal with artists on a on a weekly basis wow uh so but that's even worse than a any anything because like when you work with one artist that that's cool when you have to get all those artists to work together it's hell it's awful <laughs> like collaborate just no, a just, compilation just, is one track. Yes, but you uh, that's that's like making 50 or uh, 25 little albums instead of just four albums in a month. 
from what and we you like tend to it in such a way too. Like yeah. I can tell you, all of last year, aside from a few things, no disrespect to anyone, but like aside from a few things, most of last year was spent listening to those comp songs. Really? I conceived the idea like early in the year. Took me a few months to get the gumption and ambition to actually reach out to everyone or even to figure out how to reach out to everybody. And then once I did, I had Excel spreadsheets and paper sheets of like who I got from what, who's on Facebook, who's on Instagram, who's not on either, who do I know is on Discord that I can get to them there, who do I only talk to on email, who do I have to reach out to on Bandcamp or SoundCloud to even find them anymore, who is this person anymore because they were called, you know... God knows what, eight years ago, and I don't know who it actually was. So, like, it took so long. I think I actually, like, started sending out, like, the, like, (laughs) you got one. Yeah, the big big list. Text, like, this long, like, this is exactly what I'm doing, and I'd like you to be a part of it. And then it was a matter of, like, compiling it from there. It was was a lot. I was at a wedding when I got mine. (laughs) I was, yeah. I don't know if I messaged, I messaged you back, so I was like, I was, I think we were like eating dinner and I like happened to look at my phone or to take a picture and I was like, Scott, oh my God. And then I read it and I was like, yeah, absolutely. Cause yeah. I've been, I've been kind of out of it lately. You know what I mean? What can you do? You know? And so I was like, what, like I have to do this and I wanted to see what like everybody's working on now. I think yeah. there were like two tracks that were like older things that someone's like, I want you to have this on there. Really? Um, Is all of it new? That was all brand new. Oh, okay. I'm make, I I thought I thought I was the only chump that I was like I think a few tracks I listened to were old that I saw and I was like, am I the only chump that actually made a new song? I got tricked into. <laughs> so there might have been like some songs that like I missed and that they were added on there, but like to my knowledge, um, I know the Michael Potter song. He would have been Electric Nature back in the day. And that's how he was on Atlantis. He pulled a song from 2011. Mm. Uh, like a demo. Wow. Um, Luxury Elite song was from like 2012. Yeah. And maybe the DDS like, one. Was the DDS one too? Uh, maybe. I feel like I talked about this with someone. I got All it. I know from them is they said, we don't do compilations anymore, but for you, we will. <laughs> and I hope that's <laughs> not bad that it's out there. But they're like, we don't do compilations, but like, yeah, absolutely. That's kind of the way I felt. Um, I haven't been part of a compilation in a while. And as soon as I mean, you people put them together a lot, anyway. yeah, it's... yeah, that's what I've noticed. They used to be like the thing. Mm-hmm. And, I... and like, that's how I got into music. Like, that's how I got mm-hmm. into the stuff that I fell in love with when I was younger was buying these like $4 comps at FYE or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> because I had like four dollars to go to the mall with, and I'd get like thirty punk songs out of it. Um, and so I like always carried that on, and I think especially when we were all in groups, yeah, it was a matter of like everybody contribute. The the vape. Console. I think I think the idea of like a playlist sort of killed the idea of comps because it's so make much your own comp. Just, yeah, make your own comp, and like I like I I, I hate to say it. Um, I, I think Vaporwave has gotten to the point where it is so varied and so like everybody's in their own little niche. Yeah. You know, like, I mean I, I even really I sent like a together. dance pop track and I was like, hmm, I don't know, is this too is this You too... know what's funny? I didn't know the sample. It was an Ariana Grande song. 
Yeah, I did. And I played it for my girlfriend. She goes, oh, Ariana Grande. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? And I was like, this is 3D Blast. And she's like, no, it's Ariana Grande. I'm like, no, it's 3D Blast. I mean, you know, I, I, did a, I did a lot to it. If she's just like, oh, that's the same song, she's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, no, no, not anymore. Yeah. It's a remix. <laughs> it was a... Uh... What was it? I'm trying. I, I have the song in my head, but I can't think of the the like the line. The uh, it was like a little less, little less conversation and a little less conversation <laughs> and uh, that was just that. It was just that. <laughs> oh, I like this Elvis remix. <laughs> um, what's it called? What was I? What was I going to say? I got like I wrote a bunch of notes down because I'm prepared now. That's the difference between this show and 3D Cast is I actually prepare. <laughs> we're, 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 we we've up the we've up we've we've up the the the. the... Disc is nervous. <laughs> it, it, it's an honor to be in the press. I think you all know if you give me free reign, we're going to be here until next for four Monday. hours. Yeah, hey, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. It so does I think it's go until nine thirty. Yeah, <laughs> and then gotta be we're gonna have to take five several <laughs> several times through. Because uh, yeah, that's that was the thing. Definitely, they've been the longest three D cast episodes, and then they go on for even longer after we stop recording. I I got my monster. I'll be up for a while. You know. <laughs> we talked about the sheets for a oh. long time. Oh God. It was weird. That was a while ago. Yeah. I've also fired half my crew. They're <laughs> more than half. No, just kidding. I'm happy you're still doing this, though. Honestly. Yeah. Um, one thing I have seen, like, in, in thinking of longevity or, like, the way things have changed. Yeah, that's a good, that's my first and, thing. Uh, it's just, like, it's kind of like a whole new world out here on the internet. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, when we all started. Like, back then, like, I always remiss, like, if I was, like, four years later, like, I probably could have made a living off of this. You know what I mean? (laughs) Made careers out of this. But, like, we're kind of before it, so we kind of set the groundwork. But now we have things like this. Like, this could be a regular thing. You know, pressing physical could be a regular thing. Like, touring, like, you could make. That's part of the reason we're talking about compilations, and it's, like, now, if I go message the people that I would have on a compilation, they're they're working on the next album. They're printing stuff. They're on tour now, and it's like it's hard to get someone to be like to commit. The same probably the reason why DDS is like we're kind of done is because they're full time making the next thing. Yeah, and it's like hard. Like- it's hard to get people to commit now. At least like people I know personally. I mean, oh, I agree. Like, There's like half of them didn't. We're like, we can't right now. Or yeah, like, I'm not music or like, sorry, I'm on tour. Like, like there was a lot of like, that was probably fifty percent of who I reached out to. People's standards change, you know. People's standards for their own work changes, mm-hmm. and you know, you're no longer at 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 some point, you know, you're no longer really trying to. Uh, 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 take every you, you can pick and choose your avenues. You can pick and choose what you want to do instead of just doing everything to get ahead. Um, but now that like if you've been around a while and like some of these names that are on like I'm looking at this now like some of these names 
something I, I haven't I haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, but otherwise, I, I, I like names that are people who are doing stuff, you know, today still and like. You're talking about the comp. Yeah, I noticed. So, like, the whole thing about that is some of them are old people with new names. Hmm. I noticed uh, the fancy deluxe. I don't even know what alias he used under that, but uh, he maybe, did uh, Sunset Network. Yeah, I would say like, God, I haven't. I haven't even he moved I think he tried to move and so I haven't talked to Fancy Lux in like a while like actually physically after yeah. I moved and he's busy or whatever and it's been a while and I, I, I did yeah. notice that and I was like Sunset Network track hell yeah it was, it was and uh, there was also like um, there was some that I saw like a lineage of like hey you were on the comp from 2012 and you were on the comp before Atlantis in 2011, which is like the bonus mm-hmm. when you download it. Like, there's people still on it today, and I love that. Yeah, you know, but <laughs> I love that there's so many like new people too. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, so much has changed. So many people have joined. Like, I don't even know if people like understand the impact that like all that early stuff do- has, and like the groundwork laid. Like, you look at that list of artists, and you're like. That's everybody who, like, you're influenced by, you know, like. It's 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 really interesting coming from someone, this is obviously past my time, like 2011 and stuff. And it's, it's really intriguing reading all the lists of artists that are still around today that have released on the record label, like, way back when, in 2012, mm-hmm. 2014, Luxury Elite, DDS. Oh, Lynn's having Virtual Plaza. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah we yeah. did that to uh, raise some money for for his estate earlier this year. So that was that was kind of fun. I actually went into a dead mall to record some ambience. Nice. But that was a weird hit this year for sure. Yeah, there's some. Okay, let's see here. What do I got here? Uh. Uh, uh, is there any like noticeable attitude change on the way people approach or like I'm not even sure what that means, but like, I feel like earlier maybe people are more excited to work with strangers than they are now, <laughs> and uh, maybe that's yeah. what. <laughs> yeah, I think, like you said, like thing people are a lot more discerning now. Because there is, like, a medium for this. Um, It's normal for your favorite band's new record. Like, your favorite national band's record to, you you know, buy it on Bandcamp. Or listen to the new track on SoundCloud. That's kind of, like, standard now. Whereas back then, um, that was a free place you could upload stuff. Yeah. That wasn't a media link. That was, like, the... Oh, you're on bank. That was like the Oh, we discovered this little this little thing to host our album kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean I uploaded my first album to Bandcamp in two thousand ten. Yeah. And it was like this novel new thing that was like offered real time streaming in lieu of like during that era it was really big to just like post a mega upload link or post yeah. a media fire link. And you just trusted the ambiguous 
LSD ridden <laughs> example of what that music was. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there'd just be this obnoxious description of the music and you'd be like, yeah, I like that. I like trees and dolphins. I'm going to check on that. And you downloaded the whole album, but here you could actually listen to it. I can't remember the first time I actually got something off of Bandcamp. Oh, I, I wonder. I, I look yeah. at my Bandcamp and... Well, I remember one of like the earliest albums that I actually downloaded from Bandcamp was... Uh, oh, God, I now got... I, 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 Teenage Ooh. Elders, I think it was called, or something. Um, really, like, sort of, like... Now I gotta find this. Um, but like I, I, I was looking up at my Bandcamp, and my first upload was April of 2010. I, I didn't realize it was on there for so long. Uh, beat me, man. I think mine was probably you some. Beat me on that. That's good. What is it? I want to hear it. Oh, it, it, it's it's it's, there? it's oh. no, of course not. It's <laughs> okay. trash. Let's see. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go down and scroll through mine. It's interesting how music discovery has. With like you know, nobody really uses Mediafire or Mega Uploads anymore to distribute or promote music. It now, now I mean, obviously, in the last ten years, there's been you know the rise of social media and an increase in like you know, oh check out my new album, you know, you know, posting on social media, and it's become more of like a necessity to get your you know to get your music out mm -hmm. there now. Because I, for one, can't really speak. I, I, I was in diapers back then. So to me, hearing all, you know, hearing that you guys used to put the stuff, hearing that Bandcamp was new back then, and hearing that you guys put your stuff on, like, file hosting websites is really interesting. I know of one record label called Full Width that is trying to bring back that, kind of, that old kind of style, just like having their record label site on just... Like a, a Neo Cities, like a Geo Cities looking site, and having all of their download links, all the albums are for free. You know, all of them is hosted on Mediafire, which is really interesting. Well, there were some, like, I know Los Angeles used to host on their own site before Bandcamp. Even though it was like in 2015 or 14 they started, they had their own site for like a year before they switched back to Bandcamp. Because mm. people were still using websites back then. Yeah. I meant like Bob Logspots and downloading albums from people's stuff. <laughs> That's where it was. Logspots. Uh, what? What? DV, well, I was on DeviantArt, so I found a lot of music through artists who were like also doing like album covers and stuff like that back mm. in the day. And I, like going back to other people, like uh, I, I was part of a YouTube poop uh, uh, scene, and so the the one label I was like really into. Uh, the guy who ran it was like a, you know, a coder. So he made his own website that even had, like, up until, like, I think, like, the last year of it running, it was all on-site stuff. And then later he implemented Bandcamp API <laughs> into it, and that was uh, cool. But, man, <laughs> <laughs> I it, I, it, it's, it's weird going back and just seeing, you know, the, the places that are now gone that you used to spend so many hours on the internet just hanging out. I found my uh, Bandcamp collection, and the first thing I bought was a guy named uh, Lil Tommy J, his album Dada Dada, just some random guy, uh, some musician I knew off YouTube. And then the next one, my next like three purchases are Bay One by Young Bay, <laughs> and then the St. Pepsi discography. Excellent. And then it looks like I went to 
tell the telepath cat corp split. Oh. And then it's literally just like Macross, oh, Young Bay, Young Bay, Artsy, Artsy AM Collective. Oh my Mitro, god, that was a, a thoughts thing. album, Pursuing Paradise. This all makes sense. Yeah, that's my. That's, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, those are. That, I, I didn't really realize how connected Bandcamp, my like Bandcamp, like in like I think I used it in 2013 to host my very first like thing, whatever I was making. But I didn't realize that it's like almost one to one tied to discovering vaporwave stuff. I have. Yeah, I'm looking at all like this. Seven hundred plus things in my life. Okay. Hold on. Uh, this is casual. This is casual. Biz. That's hosted on Tumblr, correct? Yeah, it's still. I I really have to change that. I really, I think it's like Tumblr. I still use Tumblr to host most of my websites, just because it's free. A funny net website hosted on it. I, it's free, easy, and I know how to kind of work with it with code. I I I have no idea how to migrate something like that over <laughs> elsewhere well i don't see any problems with it if you don't i well i don't either but the problem is i don't know how long time was going to be around hmm. to with with that sort of level of uh, uh edit editing you know they've been trying to kill off the user page for years with the sort of like pain that pops out from the side uh i don't know how long they're gonna keep that for so at some point it's, it's they gotta kill it <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't well, know that means like destroying a lot of like sites like yours then. For good. Yeah, it does. And that is <laughs> well, that is something they are willing. That is something Yahoo is willing to do. Yeah, I, the, Yahoo hasn't owned Tumblr in years. Oh, Yahoo sold it to dude. Verizon. Verizon sold it to some sort of other holder. Huh? Company. I like yeah. calling it Yahoo. Dude, I have yeah. <laughs> Yahoo. 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 <laughs> um, oh my god. Uh, what was I going to say? I haven't used Tumblr since 2017. Ever since they did that, porn. You know, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people were driven off, including myself. Yeah, and never I found that. <laughs> I don't watch porn. No, I had uh, a panic like a year ago where I was like, "What happens when they get rid of Blogspot?" <laughs> and and the like blog that led into Atlantis is gone. Yeah, because that the history book of like what led into me even doing this. There, there may be a way to either archive it to be downloaded and or added to uh if it's not already added to the internet archive the way so that machine i don't even remember who but like walked me through like put it on internet archive so i started that process and then i realized like multiple people have already done it well that's there you go the whole website's archived on there Just sit back and relax i don't have to do that now because there's so much random stuff. I'll still look through that and be like, oh my god, I forgot all about that. Like, that was so good in 2009 or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. that was pure, like, blogspot, Mediafire era of stuff. And that's when I, like, met, like, the first people that I realized that you could have a viable creative collaborative over the internet. It's like, I come from a hometown where everybody would, like, get together do stuff and everybody was putting What's out each like? other's music. <laughs> What's that like, What's that like getting been, together and doing stuff? It's like this with beer and weed, I guess. I what mean that's the hell. <laughs> like no, but really like it's it's um it, it does it is cool coming from like a local scene. Um yeah. That's what my origins are. You guys know my story like I started throwing shows in like oh four 
So um, I come from an extremely creative town, Johnstown, Pennsylvania. I think, so, uh, just like a side note, I notice there's a few people in this scene that come from real life DIY stuff, and they don't—they're not just like internet first and foremost. And I feel like the way they handle themselves is like different. Yeah. Or like there's a more of like a like a wonder, like oh wow, this is cool. Whereas some, I think some of us who have always just been online and like. The ins and out, like we just take it for granted. It, it feels like discovering a whole different side of someone. Yeah, because it can be entire. It can be so different. Like Lux was into the like Lux being into the punk scene, which I didn't know, which is really cool. Um, she's a real punk. Back, <laughs> I just kind of, I just kind of <clears throat> want to like explore what things were like back then because this is before my time. Like at like, so I know you threw shows. IRL like in 04. But like what were vaporwave shows like back then around 2011? I know there was SPF 420 around 2012 like hosted on Tiny Chat. Oh, yeah, yeah, god. So there were like two that I can think of that were primary back in 2012 there was SPF 420 and there was HD Ghettos. Wow, um, I haven't heard of the latter. HD Ghettos was ran out of the Dior Nights and Dior Days Facebook groups. So that was artists back then. They would have been the artists, daytime television and teams and Team Jordan. And like where a lot of the C-Punk scene came out of. And where like Witch House went. Because hmm. Witch House was a little before that. But then like infiltrated that scene a little bit. Um, but I played in HD Ghettos in 2012. Um, it was largely like you could still differentiate like the differences between the approaches back then. So it was like a very like in my brain back then it was like it was very electronic. This is very digital. And then I went on and like live streamed myself just messing around with radios and record players and stuff and like just doing the stuff that I do live. And but like it's it was in many ways the same as a live show is now. The only difference is is that now there's a lot more attention paid, I've noticed, to visuals and representing the visual artists and making sure to shout out yeah. them and give them artist names. And there's there's an artist presence of the visual artist. Um, whereas back then, there was just this ambiguous visuals going. But you'd have weird stuff like this. Like I remember SPF 420, like even back in 2012, looked like, how this stream looks. Yeah. Like, oh, this is 2006 this is so fun. <laughs> but like, um, but like I did neon nights with utopia district last year. Yeah. Zero, yeah. I think it was last December. Um, and it, I was remarked by the fact that like, it was the same vibe. There's a chat running up the side there's some weirdo stuff playing on the screen and you're hearing new music from the artists you like. The only difference I saw then was like, this is going on for two days straight. Yeah. And they have commercials that are made up and there's like, there's a lot more into it. The yeah. uh, commercials. I'm, 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 I'm of the mind that I'm like, who would want to watch commercials? <laughs> Even <laughs> if it's from somebody in the scene, I'm like, it's still a commercial. They did a cool thing where, like, on one hand, like, you know how, like, business casual, how you how you do the, like, those Instagram things where it's, like, coming out this mm. week and you'll, like, play, like, 30 seconds of that new thing, which I like that a lot. 
Oh, yeah, they I was inspired by that. And the rest would be like McDonald's commercial 1992. <laughs> with each other, and it was really nice. That's awesome. I love McDonald's. <laughs> gotta got, got get that. Shouts out McDonald's. You know, McD, you know. I miss the snack wraps. Like, selects. So I come from a town that when I, 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 I book shows from like 04 to like 012 or 012. From like <laughs> 50, to like 55. Um, and back in 04, you could imagine like the internet wasn't anything. Thing, oh know? yeah like you're you no, youtube i don't even think had really started until yeah. watching gi joe videos yes oh yeah. my god I, yeah i was on top of that I, when i got to this is sorry to side story tangent when i got to <laughs> high school the seniors in high school when i was a freshman in 2009 were like obsessed with those and i was like i saw those like six years ago like you how are you guys so late on this like they were like just like oh my god and i was like i watched those on their website like not on youtube yeah well interesting side note about the gi joe videos i don't know how it connects but um for anyone who doesn't know like i'm a big like tim heidecker yeah man i'm big on that well he has doug lusenhop who works with him he does his like podcast with him every week and yeah. he like produced awesome show and stuff like that. I read somewhere, I don't know where, so I'm not going to quote it too hard, but he was actually part of the group that, that made that, that. really. That's insane. I was like, what a connection to stuff. Like yeah. of course, sensibility. Of course I found that back then. And then when they got into more professional work, like it stood out I- to where I'm listening to it. Like just yesterday, I'm watching a podcast with that guy on it. That's know? that's insane. I've I've noticed that a few times where there've been like really prominent people that I'm a fan of, and then I find out that like they're the guy that made that YTM and D from a decade <laughs> over a decade ago, and I'm like, that's you. Like like just the Thanks. username. I finally like go like, oh my god. Like it's crazy how much I've seen them. I knew their work in like 2007. And then now I'm still watching them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that way with the music. You know what I mean? Like to, to really bring it back to the idea of the comp that John brought up earlier. Like there's these artists that like either I knew in real life or I became friends with online from years ago and it still tracks. Yeah. And I'm thinking like the thing that I love the most about this comp was so I was going so many different directions. <laughs> That's fine. About like that different vibe of a DIY scene and when it enters the internet space. So there's a few like people from my hometown on this call. Yeah. And I put out records for them. Anti-Corn League, um, C. Scott and the Belltones, Auklet Trio. I, he's not from my hometown, but I went to school with him. Like of the Astrohound, Jonathan Rager. Uh, um, the one and only Matt Miller. Those guys are all like from my home scene. And you, I feel like you can tell when they step on stage <laughs> on this comp. Like you're like, there's something about them. And if you listen to those all together, like you can tell there's like some DNA between all of them that connects them. And you'll also look, if you look at the old comps, they're all on that too. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Like, or in a different form, but they're in that too, because that's the scene I come from. And some of them translated to the internet. Other ones never did or went to a, I don't want to say higher, but in an adjacent level where like, it wouldn't make sense for them to put out a record with me, you know? Yeah. Like we have some people that are like releasing like records on anti-flags record in my record label. Like, I feel like in my opinion, like that's so much. Like, that, that's an upper echelon, you know? Yeah. Like I bought those records in the mall when I was a teenager, like, and you're putting records out on them now. I, I can't back that up. You know, <laughs> I don't have the capital that they do to, to do what they can do with you. They can put you on tour. I, I I think I think as a as a someone who who also runs a label, you got to know when, like where you are in the food chain. You yep. know, I I wouldn't go I wouldn't go out and ask uh, 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 OPN, hey, you want to put out your next album, uh, business cash, and that's why you'll never make it, John. No. <laughs> what, what if he said I, yes though? Bro, I bro, that. he said yes. I mm. to be fair. You know, in Carter 95, Sterling, he is a, a major player in the thought of just ask. And he is like, he I, he's the reason I'm connected with so many people. Back when I started, I was like, there's no way Dan Mason would want to talk to me. There's no way, <laughs> you know, business casual would ever have me on. But he was just like, just... The same thing with the uh, with, uh, fucking... Oh! Computer guy, we had him on. Oh, uh, this is not computer. Yeah, like when we're all just like, oh, he's he's not gonna want to. He's he's out of our league. He's not gonna want to interact with us. That was you guys. I knew he wanted to. Well, we we knew he. This does not compute. He he was a fan. He's been in our stream. You know, but like, (laughs) uh, I didn't think it was actually gonna be like, oh. Yeah, and I feel like if we if we didn't have the connection, Scott, I feel like I'd probably think the same thing about that now. Like really, we'll just be like, oh, like, oh, he's such a, he's just like, a, you know, why would he want to do something like? And I'm like reverse. I feel like you're like, I can't believe he's releasing stuff with me. <laughs> oh. and on the same side, business casual. How many times have I reached out to you? Hey, man, I'm working on a record. You think you might want to check it out and put it out? And you're like, yeah, dude, send it over. And then I never respond. <laughs> it's because I finished that record, and I'm like, this is not business casual quality. <laughs> I can't put this out with them. I, I, this, this was been a while ago. Well, actually, like, well, it happened in, in happenstance. It happened so magically. It had to happen this way. But so, like, the last time I did that <laughs> was when I put out a trademark century record last year. And it came out when Luxury Elite started back up for briefly, started back up her. Um, preview channel imprint. She put out an internet club, she put out me, and she put out somebody else that the name is escaping me. VVVX or something like that. But That's a classic internet artist. Sorry if that person's watching. I really dug the <laughs> album, but I can't remember the name. Nintendo DS game. But like, I reached out to you months before and I was like, hey, I'm working on something. I've been working on it all year. I want to send it your way. I think it like would be good. And you're like, yeah, send it over. I'd love to check it out. Like you were real chill about it. And then I kept working on it. And I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't send this to him. Like, he puts out such good stuff. Hey. But then like I premiered it 
on Neon Nights and in the chat, Lux was like, I want to open preview channel up and release this. And he had to go with it at that point. I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, why not? You know? Yeah, right. Like, like this is this is happening in real time. Like That's... everybody's here and we're watching it happen. And it wasn't like I was premiering the record on that show. Like it was a whole different mix. It was different tracks. Some made it, some didn't. But like I had the record on the side that I was working on it and it made like magical sense. To yeah, put it that, that's kind of how it happened yeah. for me to release on Atlantis because I think I had you on just, just cause I don't, I don't just because, and then I think you were just like, oh, I listened to this, and I was gonna release an album, but I was having issues with the label I was gonna go on, and I was like, oh, I didn't even know Atlantis was an option here. So then I sent it, and of course we released. Yeah, I was so grateful. Like I have a cassette copy of that record. Um, oh yeah. I'd love to get on vinyl one day, to be honest. Ooh. I've pitched it to people like, Hey, do you think I could talk to him about this? Um, it's, that's a phenomenal record. Like that's, and it's one of the, like, I think of things in terms of like high and low fi and it's such a high fi record and we don't <laughs> put out a lot of those, you know what I yeah. mean? Like it's so clean. It's more like, business casual which is so clean so tight i think i just have an obsession with like just putting my face print just be like i just want to be i just want to be if you went to this that i something i consider like a monument i'm all my name's also right there like that's like i think i have a thing about yeah, like it's stained it's sta i like making my stains i felt the same okay here we go breaking the rule first episode of 2022 i had the same rule with electronicon that i was like i don't care i'll be the fucking janitor i just want my name on history baby yeah <laughs> and it happened yeah. it, it just yeah, yeah. both 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 you know long time long standing legendary labels like Atlantis and Bizkaz just going through the discography springboarded so many so many artists careers it's crazy yeah who would who would win in a fight well here, here's, 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 here's what i ask you know i am Atlantis business casual who are the other like long running still around still pretty pretty you know consistently still putting stuff out even today because i've been going since what 2013 and you've been going since 2011 and like a lot of the labels that came out in the early days either completely switched focus and went to something else or they just shut down i'm curious yeah um but i'm, I'm trying i'm having a hard time thinking of like because I, I, I remember there, there was there's like a 37 memory or something memory recording. Oh my gosh, I can't even remember who the primary band or what. I want to say his name on Facebook was Ricardo Stacy. Maybe I'm misappropriating. Yeah, yeah, Ricardo sounds fine. Right. I think he um, ran Memory 36. He released, I think it was called Reality Television on Atlantis. Hold on, I just... Yeah, I, 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 I remember the chat says adhesive sounds. Adhesive? Uh, Are they still around? Adhesive? Sounds? Yeah, that's been around for a while. I, I remember seeing a, on Ritty Music, a, like a, like a, a list of, like all the labels, Bandcamp bookmarks, top labels. Crash symbols? 
Which Crash Bubbles gets way more into that like indie pop realm of okay. like people that are playing live instruments type of stuff, but like Crash Symbols has been around for a while. You've got DMT tapes been around well, since 2014. They'll say DMT, yeah, DMT is a little yeah, newer is, though than I, I feel like. Yeah, well, by, by 2014 is still well. I guess I guess Classic. that is. Yeah. Because uh, looking at the the top like the list right here on on the 140 plus record labels that to get you started into the genre. There is this. Well, I'll, I'll put it in the. the yeah. yeah. But, but this, this, this is um, on Rate Your Music, 100. Okay. Uh, made by Vito of DMT. Oh, okay, yeah. So, of course, you know, it's going to be a comprehensive list. We got, of course, number one, DMT tapes. <laughs> Two, uh, uh, VCR record, like VCR. That's another DMT. Yeah. yeah. And then you got Business Casual. Number there you two. go. And then number four, I said Atlantis. So there you go. There, wow, everybody, right up front. How long's Dream Catalog been around? Uh, 20, 2014, yeah. early 2014. I feel like there's a point Long. where Dream Catalog like changed lanes. Oh, I don't a thousand times. It's hard to keep up. Yeah. I, I know when they pulled my record off and pulled other people's records off, let's put it this way. I knew why. They were getting so big. Yeah. And there was such flagrant vaporwave on there, yeah. That if they were going to get bigger, they had to pull that stuff. Yeah, it it it, it wasn't really necessary because I wasn't really interested in hearing somebody's. I, I just wasn't interested in the direction of it. You know what yeah. I mean? I really liked those first year or two. Um, some of those records are some of the best. There, like, there's legit history and like again the whole groundwork there, and they just were like oh. See ya. And yeah, like, I, I, I think I think at, at, in what 2016, 2017 when that happened, I don't think they knew. I don't think anybody really knew the impact that they had at the time. Like I remember that that winter, whenever that happened, whenever they the vaporwave is dead and uh, mm -hmm. uh, hard vapor thing shit going on. That in my head, I was thinking, oh, this is the end of vaporwave, isn't it? This is. Seriously, I'm. I'm, I'm first I'm still I'm, living and breathing. Yeah. No, <laughs> the, well, that, that, like, they they were the they were like the hundred percent electronica of that era. Uh, yeah. Where where they were just the label, and I I think at that point, to to me at least, because uh, it was just at this time that I I had actually quit my my day job at like a cafe, or like I. I like I was graduating from school and like I couldn't really work there too much longer, so I just kind of quit there. But at that point, I was like, I just quit, and I'm like, oh shit! Now Vaporwave's <laughs> gonna die. Perfect, perfect timing, Josh. Perfect. You know, you're about to graduate, and you got all this debt to pay back, and now, oh man, fuck this. <laughs> Those cassettes are worthless. Who would have yeah. thought that this cassette would be worthless? <laughs> hey, I've got some pretty expensive tapes. Now. I just bought. What's funny, I just bought a cassette that isn't Vaporwave. Like, I just got Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack on a cassette. That's not a vinyl yet? It is. I just bought it on cassette because I thought it was fun. People like that are putting out cassette, I think, can says everything about what we've been doing. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> I think the same thing. I'm just like, yeah. Come on. Now, I'm, on this list. I'm looking at beer. I'm always searching for a car with a tape player in it. 
Who's buying tapes? Come on. No one's really listening to that. And, and then, now Adele with her billion, Adele with her vinyl fucking, I didn't even know Bruno Mars and Anderson Pock did a cassette. Anderson, <laughs> or uh, what the, what's that guy's name? He had that little, little soul band record. That was cool. Um, uh, His band, right? What, Anderson's um, band? Yeah, what's it called again? I don't know. Uh, cool stuff. But, it's, it, it felt like 1974. It was really cool. It, like it's that. it's so cool that like the vaporwave scene helped lay a lot of the groundwork, like the you know the retro formats that a lot of people now kind of are exposed to, and now it's starting to you know retro formats like vinyl and tapes are just growing bigger and bigger. And I think that that goes back to the original like topic we started to talk about. Like that's the that's the impact that this had. Mm-hmm. The fact that I can go into Walmart and see some shirt with very clearly vaporwave art on it. Yeah, you were talking it, about this a while ago about going to a college campus and seeing kids who you're like, yeah, what the? Like, this is. Have you listened to the new record we put out? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what this is about for real? Like, I remember having a party at a new like New Year's party years ago, and people were like, "Oh, you're like." recommend me blank banshee and i was like how do how do you know and like i've had people to me be like you're into weird stuff have you ever listened to george clanton and i'm like yeah like i've texted him on a phone like (laughs) like it's just it's so so weird odd uh they were in the presence okay no that's the worst thing about being a sort of like micro internet celebrity is nobody actually fucking cares. Well, that, I'm just at it. you just could go at work and it's just like it, well, exactly. nobody cares. It's like, like, it's like yeah, I can brag about who I know online, but I'm still your co worker who yeah, does exactly. fucking that doesn't mean anything. No one cares. Uh, Quattro uh, Pagine says, Oh, go on. Oh, no, no, no you go. Quattro Pagine says, I think it makes sense that Silk Sonic was released on cassette and vinyl considering its throwback theme. Well, yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah, I think it's really cool that like a lot of people love being thrown back you know what i'm saying like throw that back out people love the 90s people love the 80s we did it first baby here's a point that i don't know if i've ever brought this up on the mic but like i say it all the time in person and i'm i like notice it what is this adobe flash player it expired in 2019 remind me later um, <laughs> just now getting that. Yeah, I've mean, I, I been reminding you later. You know, yeah, right. It's like, hey, you still there? But like, here's what I notice about vaporwave and everything adjacent to it. When you play it around someone, they it's run. not like. Hey. So when my friend introduced me to Silk Sonic, he's like, "Check this out. I think you'll like it." I'm like, "That's a good track. That's good. I like that. Good song." When you play a vaporwave or any adjacent style of music for someone, they always say, makes me feel like, and then they say whatever. Something, yeah. Like I'm, it always creates this experience for somebody. I feel like I'm in hell. I feel like I'm in a hell. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm in a disco in 1981. Like the part whatever. of that thought for me is instead of going because 
Because you play something weird, and instead of saying, like, ooh, I like that, they go, I'm not trying to say I don't like this. So I'm going to say something like, oh, I feel... Like, that's kind of... I feel <laughs> like I'm in a dream, you know? And, but, and, and I read between the lines, it's like, I didn't like this. <laughs> I don't like that. That's not real music. What do you... What do you I remember showing people early, like, telepath, and they're like, what is... This is, like, haunted music? <laughs> like, this is, like, a ghost? <laughs> or something and literally yeah, they know it was but i always noticed that they always say it. it it elicits an emotion it elicits a feeling or it elicits nostalgia it elicits something right anemoya nostalgia for a time you did not live in oh that's okay. fun see i like that concept because um i i'm working on something now like the new album or whatever and the concept is uh you know when you live in like a small town, but you say you're from the city. Yeah, it's like that, and, I, and specifically for me, uh, Detroit, where I'm you're like, oh, I'm a DJ from Detroit. Sounds way better than saying you're a DJ from Dearborn, even though I never go to Detroit. I never, I don't do anything in Detroit. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's cooler to I have associate to do. yourself with the, with the nearest city. Yeah, yeah I like to say, I'm, when I'm anywhere in Pennsylvania, I say I'm from Johnstown. I'm not. I'm from New Germany. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You jerk! You don't know any of them. You might get a couple of weird eyes. <laughs> oh, what do you mean by that? What is this? New Germany? Or is they call it Neo Germany? <laughs> Yo, I love the Matrix. <laughs> but like, but like um, when I would play out, I would have to say to people, I'm from Pittsburgh. Yeah, <laughs> I am so far removed from Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh culture that the like Pittsburgh it, culture, it, lol. <laughs> well, yeah, you lived in Pittsburgh. You're from Pittsburgh, right? I, I'm not. I, I live in Pittsburgh. I've been like I, okay, technically, I've been Ingram, but it's it's really, See? literally. Exactly. I I I, I te well te technically I I'm one bus stop away from being in Pittsburgh. So if you're in Allegheny, Westmoreland County, yeah, I'm in Allegheny. I, I, I just say Pittsburgh, you know. But wouldn't you agree? Like, I am not a Pittsburgh artist. And, like, I, I well, if yeah. you, like, take part in that world, I would understand. Like, a lot, of, I know a lot of DJs who they don't live in Detroit, but they play in Detroit nonstop. They know all the spots, but I still I tag myself. Like but I've played wait. in Pittsburgh three times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's more like I'm one of the touring bands. Even though I can say, oh, I'm from Johnstown. <laughs> but I'm not from Johnstown. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's that thing. It's like, it's it's nostalgia. Like, I want to credit myself with this, but I don't even, I don't take part in it. It's the same, very, to me, that was a very vaporwave concept where it's like, oh, I, I my music brings back memories of the 80s, but I didn't even live. I wasn't even around. <laughs> oh, yeah. Removing yeah. yourself to a, t to a time and a place, you know, you mm -hmm. you don't live in Detroit. I but you say you are. Yeah, John, you said you, you're from Detroit. John, no. you said you're from Ingram. Are you from England? Yeah, yeah. I'm top of the morning. morning. <laughs> yeah. You don't say top of the morning. You know, like Mamma Mia. Yeah, where's your Ingram? What's your address? Uh, What's your yeah. IP? Uh, hey, hey, go, go buy a tape and and you'll find <laughs> out. I like to say I'm from DC. Yeah, I'm in the DC area. I live in Maryland. It's true. So yeah, we're all the we're entirety all of Maryland is a decent area. <laughs> no, one, no one wants to say they're from all those, Maryland. All those states are so small. Like, 
there there's literally like that conglomerate there that like you can just yeah, drive like an hour and be in a different state but i think it's so weird to be like i live in the dc area and like my friend lives in virginia we call it the dmv the dmv i've heard dmv oh yeah DMV. yeah and we have to use a different we have to use a different acronym for like the department of motor services we use maryland uses mva maryland vehicle association so it's kind of confusing where it's like oh i'm in the dmv oh what why would you want to go there dmv um what about to go to to if people have been around long enough do you think there are something you there's something that you know that nobody knows now that got lost like a secret from the past and just goes for john too but not disco i'm i'm so new this is this is like a history lesson for me this is so cool something that nobody knows nobody maybe nobody remembers a time that history forgot yeah yeah the losers Uh, (laughs) let me really think about this it's a how uh, we ask the hard-hitting questions. Yeah. Well, I just... I, I, okay. If anything, I I know I, I wasn't really around in 2011, uh, or most of 2012. It wasn't until the end of 2012 that I really started getting into the vaporwave scene. But uh, you were recreating it somewhere, some form. I I I wasn't make. I didn't put out my first vaporwave release until March of 2013. But, but what I, did those early records sound like? Second. What well, what did those early records sound like? Um, they sounded like the stuff I was making back in twenty ten or twenty eleven. You know, Use- what I'm thinking, and that was a point earlier. Is like we can call it all vaporwave now, and it's almost like the way you'll say that's a punk band, but there's like forty different presentations of that. For me, and at least, I, I was. Oh, it's vaporwave. That's not vaporwave at all. You know, like a lot of people, especially from like people from my town who reposted and were on this comp, said like, oh, we're on this vaporwave comp. But like, what is there maybe 10 vaporwave songs? Like if we're being purists about it, like 10, 15 vaporwave songs on that whole 40 some song album thing. You know what I mean? So now like, it's like punk. It's like, I don't know, like, you could say you're a soul band, but, like, how many different, like, things come out of that, or country, or, like, something that has, like, a wider breadth of, of expression within it. Yeah. We're, I'm a, I know I'm a country guy now. You know. <laughs> I don't think um, six, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A thing that people don't know, um, Public Spread the News actually is the person that started Illuminated Paths. And he did it with somebody else who I can't even remember off the top of my head. And then the guy... The so Illuminated guy... Paths was not started by Josh Rogers' Broken Machine Films, who doesn't know. Wow. So I... you notice the original records that came out on that label were happening adjacent to Fortune 500. Hmm. They shared a lot of releases, and then they started sharing a lot of releases with Atlantis too. Um, yeah, that's where that started, and then they like, there was like this idea back then of like passing off your label to somebody else who had more time. So yeah, there was a I guess you're kind of right about that. I think I've definitely seen that happen like, a few I times. Passed off to Lincoln and Politess. 
and they released like three records and a comp and still you can't download or wait or was that sun up maybe that was sun up sun up was passed on to politess and lincoln and there's like four records they put out and then it just fell off and to this day you can't go into sun up recordings and not have to pay seven dollars to download that mm. because they ran out of downloads. Which is what I'm doing now. Like I am storing up downloads on on Olympus. Yeah. So that like I could die and that stuff's gonna be free for another decade. Well, Atlantis but doesn't if, charge if, at all. If I were no, to it's own price and I only use that money to to buy the downloads because it's like seventy five dollars for five thousand downloads. If yeah. I were you, I would definitely suggest doing the full discography download. Like, because if, if all of it's already free, yeah. as long as you have one album that is set to uh, uh, a price. So make either like a dummy album or take an album that, like, yeah. it has, or like, or like, a, like a, something that no one's downloading, nobody cares about, or whatever. Or maybe one some of my- album, one of your albums or something. <laughs> oh. uh, no, I, okay, that. That sounded bad, but, <laughs> but 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 like take that, make it a dollar, and then have you can have all of them for one dollar, uh, for download add to their collection. So I make a list of those albums at any time on their app, on their phone, yeah. Um, and also, uh, it's an easy way to just like that that money just goes to the label, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. That, I mean, that's kind of what Vito and, does, and, and and along with that, uh. It adds to your, you know, balance. So once you hit a certain threshold, you get those free download credits, you know, for free. So you don't right. have to actually buy them. So it might be it behoove you to take part of that. And that only counts as one download. It only counts. Well, oh, it doesn't take any download well, credits away because it's paid. You know. Yeah, you, you, I have. I, if you look at Business Casual, you can have the entire discography <laughs> for one dollar, or you could download them all for free. But, you know, it's a convenience feature to have it there. Like 300 plus albums for $1. That's a steal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Instead of downloading each individually, you like. You have access to everything. And, yeah, then you have access to the in the app on your phone. That's why everything's just the album. Like, I don't do the, like, download by song. Yeah. I don't yeah, want you no, to get back six not. off that album. If you want to listen to this, you listen to the whole thing because that's what the person put together. Right. And that's yes. what I want you to hear. I don't want you to. To only download that song you like, yeah. I want you to have to listen <laughs> to an album work because they put in put way more than that into it. That's a good tip. I'm gonna have to look into that. It's it's yeah. good because that's it's really easy, really simple to set up. I can I can work you, walk you through it if you want to do it after the show. Yeah, I like that a lot. Just do it during the after show. <laughs> Share your screen. So yeah, first, first you want to give me your social security number. Oh, six. Security address and your mother's maiden name, and first model of your car, and who you went to prom with. (laughs) (laughs) And are they still free? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's always the security. I remember for the longest time, you used to just be uh, free download. You couldn't even you couldn't even pretend to you couldn't even put money in on Atlantis. It started to. Add up really. Quick. Yeah, I would say. I was, I was, I was throwing the twenty dollar thousand downloads like every week, and mm. I was like, "Well, I'm not going to ever ask anybody for anything because we all know like 
some of this stuff isn't always on the up and up and you know you want to make sure you're not absolutely profiting off of whatever yeah. you're sampling off. so i never want to put myself in that position or anybody else and so i did name your own price so it's out of the goodness of your heart but i will say that there's a lot of goodness and a lot of hearts and it's been able to keep us free i think there was one time like way 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 back where like I woke up one morning and all the downloads were seven dollars, and I panicked and I was like, "Oh no, we can't have this!" Like this. Well, thank, thankfully, they added a feature to batch edits, so and now you can edit them all batch at edits. once. Batch edit feature. I love batch edit. That that like... caused. Sorry, Disco. Go ahead. No, Bandcamp has just been getting better and better. I can't say anything bad about it, really. I I, I can say a couple bad things. Okay, uh, go ahead. Let's start with number one. I got a list. Uh, well, okay. For the, for the past five years, you have okay, so many albums was... on there. No, I've I've so many sales because of the the, the photography thing that literally I can't I can't pull up any stats past uh, two months. For oh, so really? if I, I want to check what what happened, you know. Uh, three months ago, I'm I'm fresh out of luck. Well, you can download. Wait, are you talking about just viewing the stats? Viewing the stats. Well, you can always download it to CSV, and you can yeah, also I, look. Then I have to download it. I I I'd rather just be able to look at it. Within and John doesn't have internet. I just want to, like, I want to be on my phone because the thing is like it, it always happens when I'm out. Like somebody, you know. Uh, sends me a message and they need their stats and like I I have to uh, pull up the phone and I I can only pull up so much and I gotta hope. Is that, that a DS? What is that? Is that your <laughs> phone? phone? Oh, I thought it was. I like. <laughs> the... Yes, yes. Why is it uh, a DS? Uh, my phone. Sorry, I can't sorry, get my I, stats. Sorry, I, I got I got it. Hello, hello. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd have one sitting there too. Oh, of course. I... Everything hey, hey you guys look at my new, my new camera. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> He's like, my camera doesn't work. It's a Game Boy camera. Um, I can't look at the stats on my DS web browser, Bandcam. Why? Oh, Netscape doesn't I, work on my old <laughs> computer. I could certainly go on. I'm to load it up on my PSP, but it won't stream the tracks. <laughs> John's, had every, John's got everything in, in his a, reach. It's a museum. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got oh my god! Channel, I got PS two. Oh my! Oh, you gotta have the PS two. <laughs> gotta have it. Gotta get it. I've got three PS twos right here. I don't know if you can see. Right I don't know if this matters or not, but I was inspired in the past week. I want to rejuvenate the New Figure Variety Project this year and do very basic 2012 era slow down reverb delay echo basic stuff of video game soundtracks that I care about. Not necessarily what anybody else does, <laughs> but what I care about. And that was like my new creative inspiration is that I wanted to do that. Um, so that's what I want to do this year. That's my New Year's resolution. Back to there you. you go. There Perfect. we go. Wrap it all First, up. That's why I had a question that was what, what has made you guys, all of us, keep going? Like to, to stick around because, yeah. like we've said before, there are so many that just spent five years being really cool, made their mark, laid the groundwork, and you know, just kind of fizzled out. Obviously, people move on, but what has made Atlantis 
continue? So two ways for myself and my own output. It's truly like my form of catharsis and therapy. Okay. It's very much like a mental health. Like I need to process the past four months of my life. I get inspired by something. Like I just told you that very skeleton, but you know, it's not going to come out as simple as I just described (laughs) because I'm going to tweak it and tweak it and tweak it. And what I'm really doing and what I've always done in my own work is channel all of my emotional states, good and bad, into that project. Um, with John, it's so just money. Very much a What's that? <laughs> Say, with John, it's just money. <laughs> I have no money. But, like, and for Atlantis, it was really, for the longest time, I'm just still the original thing. Like, the... And the original inspiration of what led me to throw shows in the first place, and it's to create an an environment or an atmosphere or a stage for people to present their stuff. I'm so passionate about everybody else being able to express as well. Maybe everyone doesn't get as deep and existential as I do. Maybe some people just like, hey, we have a new band we want to play out. You know what I mean? Like that's it's as simple as that. Like I'm a, a great guitarist. I'm in a band now. Let's play. But I've always been passionate about people having a platform, and that's what Alanthus was. And the only reason I like hiatus Alanthus was because my life got so busy that I I couldn't give it the attention that it deserved. I could have easily like I still to this day get submissions from random people and people reaching out like I feel like those of you who know me like get it so they're like hey I'm not gonna offer it to you because you haven't put out anything in a year so like it seems like you're like slowing down but I still get submissions all the time and I'm like it's not fair to those people if I just start treating people like somebody that's giving me a product to put out right like I, I, I gotta be passionate about something, and it might be great, but like I gotta be passionate about something, and I want to give that platform the respect it deserves. And that was what why I stopped throwing shows too. Is there's two reasons. One, it became just me and my friends like all meeting up and watching whatever bands I put together. We could do that at our house, and we weren't like making the money <laughs> to pay for the venues and stuff anymore. But like also like. I don't want to phone it in. Yeah. And there are some people that I've reached out to and, and it's like, Hey, when you have a record ready, I'll mm-hmm. still release it. Like, there's, there, like it's, it's there, but I can't keep up this like three, four records a month. Like it just life just really picked up on me. Yeah. Just you know like, what I mean? Like, no. Yeah. Some losers, only losers would do that. <laughs> It's, it, I wish I could. I, it, like, it, and that's it's my hard. dream is to be able to make a life of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I would love, like, that's what I originally, like, went to college for, was to, like, do something like this on a major scale, long-term, career-wise. And I remember, like, I, I moved to Tennessee, which there are Tennessee artists that I met <laughs> down there when I lived there on this comp that came out this year. 
I went down there and studied music business. And the message from everybody was, the, this was 2008, I went to MTSU, and the message from my professors was, the music industry is dying, <laughs> the internet is ruining it, there's no money in it, you better think of something new, or you're going to not have a career in this. And at the time, I didn't have the foresight to be like, well, then I'll make something new. I was just like, fuck this. And I'll make something money old and make it slow. you know what i mean like it just happened naturally and so you know we all get older and as time goes on i in my heart i'm happy with looking at a you know article 10 years from now that says legendary atlantis (laughs) recording that gives me enough satisfaction yeah, um, I would love to have made a, a full ass career over it, but like, if I'm not giving the artists the same level of clout that I'm getting from being legendary, it's not worth it to me. Like, you guys got to get it too. See, like, it's gotta, it's gotta be for everybody. Hey, John, these are morals. <laughs> hey, I, I can't help it. You know, I'm, I'm just in it for the money, guys. There is no part of me uh, that has ever actually liked Vaporwave. And that, yeah. you know... Next I, week, I, you're going to charge $100 for the buy digital guys, discography. Because guys, like, damn, I guys, charge $1. I, you know, I charge... You know, I saw some labels will charge $15, $16 for a cassette tape. Some people will ask for $10 a month for a fan club. <laughs> I, on the other hand, being the amazing person I am, I I always feel back to what Scott was saying about like I hope that one day an artist gets big enough to come back and be like, I'd be nothing without that. Let's I don't know, be the person to. Fund it, or at least, at least, maybe throw you a uh, guest pass at the show, or like <laughs> something. Yeah, know your roots. You know, you want yeah. to springboard like so many big, careers. That's a big future-oriented thing for me too. Like, even just the the tweet from Death Dynamic Shroud, who is obviously like a very successful band out of the scene. Mm-hmm. For them to say like we, their tweet or whatever said something like. We have a new track on this comp. This was the first label that gave us a shot. Yeah. You know, that's it. That's it. Right I, there. We tweeted today that we were having you on, and both James and Tech were both like legendary. <laughs> they both commented back. <laughs> so there you go. Still at it. And you guys, like that legendary comes from you guys. Yeah. Like that, that's where it comes from. Like, no one's saying NYKDLN Bandcamp legendary. No one's saying <laughs> that. No one's posting about that. Like, it's it's you guys made that. You know what I mean? Like, the only thing I take, like, legit pride in is what I consider to be my discerning ear that ha- that notices things that are good. I think that goes a long way. I still, I still remember hearing about your method of putting something on your phone or whatever at the time and cycling through and like 
if something didn't yeah. catch you, remove it and replace it. And if something did, you'd keep it on there and just, just that's yeah. how you do it. And I remember hearing that, uh, something about, I think something about my music. And I was just like, I don't know. That just blew me away. Something some, to somebody, it, it passed a cycle of your phone. And I was like, that's all I need. <laughs> I My phone right now, the music on it is like, what I would call like classics or essentials. They're like <laughs> essential albums to like my history. I am definitely getting old. Um, <laughs> but like I have like the the, the important ones. Well, they yeah, same. On there. Absolutely. That's what my, the phones, the, uh, the songs I have downloaded are like the ones, I have a playlist called Vapor Kings, which is all those old stuff that you can't find or this, you know, not on Spotify. Half the people aren't around anymore. But those tracks hmm. were just so fire. Do you have any newer people on rotation? Me? Like up and comer, yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest, like you can see it in Olympus. Like I just kinda like checked in a weird direction in like twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen. Disco, you could ask me that same question. I'd be like, like no. in my own kind of nostalgia cycle. I guess you know what I mean. Where I started revisiting like the music that inspired me to this stuff too. So like my phone's full of like a lot. It's very eclectic, but like I'm revisiting stuff that I. What I've been on lately is like, okay, now I'm able to like buy records and buy tapes and like have these artifacts. And so I've been finding myself, like, getting, like, the most recent things that I got, I got, like, I finally, after all these years, got Pet Sounds on vinyl. Ooh. I finally, or I'll go through, and I'll go through, like, trips on it where I'll, like, it'll be very modern, and then it'll be, like, the 60s stuff, and then it'll be, like, the 70s stuff, and, and the genres and stuff. But, like, so, like... There was a little phase last year where I was like, I got all the Son of Ra and DuckTales and James Farrar records that I could afford, that I could get, because I couldn't afford them back then, mm. even when they were like $9 back then. I remember I found an email the other day for, it wasn't Punks on Mars, it was Ryan Howe's solo album, Pimples in 3D, 2010, one of my favorite albums. And the way you got that is you PayPal'd him $5 <laughs> with your address, and he sent you the tape. Wow. And, like, I've been scooping that stuff up, and a lot of that stuff is, like, very expensive now. Like, there's 20 copies of it made ever. If you want a copy, it's $400. I'm sorry. I'm not buying $400. I have the MP3s. <laughs> but then I, I'm finding myself getting, like, hey, a reprint of this Bob Dylan record. Like, I'm going to pick it up. The re a reprint of this and that. Like, I'm going to pick it up. So I've been, like, really doing that. And um, so, so unfortunately, like, no, there's not a lot of new stuff in my rotation. Um, I, I, what's the word? It's not resent. I, like, I resent new vaporwave. <laughs> I don't resent that. I, I, I'm, I'm sad that I'm not as up on it as I yeah. used to be. I so I could say now, like, yeah, dude, like 
the Ocular Collective put out such a great record this year. I just, I don't have the time and lifestyle that I used to. I felt to sit. kind of bummed this year when I was, I was like, oh, what's a, you know, sometimes I like to look back and be like, what's kind of album of the year Vaporwave scene or doing this show? Yeah. People are like, what are some good recs? And I had the kind of nothing. I realized that the only Vaporwave I listened to was just my friends, which is fine. And I have a, I enough do. of them, but I don't know. Yeah, a lot of Always when one of my friends puts out a record, I see that it's out and I download that yeah. because I can trust. I used to do a lot more experimenting, exploring. I had a lot more time on my hands. I used to drive two hours a day. Yeah. Twice. I, I, I spent four hours a day in my car back when these records were coming out. I came home and sat by myself in front of the computer and played music. Like, I had all this time to, like, really discern what was going on, like, get a tap of the of the whole scene at the time. And nowadays, I'm lucky if I can spin one record. Yeah. Day. Like, like, I think just... about, I, I only listen to music at work, more or less. And I think about, like, if I were to stop working and, like, do something full time, I, I, I would lose listening to music. And that happened to me a few years ago when I stopped working a restaurant job and I, I didn't have time to listen to podcasts anymore. And I was like, I don't miss working there, but I miss that. Like having mm-hmm. the time, the, a lot of the early Vaporwave stuff, I listened to albums at work that I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I just remember it, I felt like that guy at the party where it's like, they don't even I know can't. I'm listening to Telepath <laughs> and a cat core. Like they well, don't. <laughs> meme is about us all of us uh-huh, like, 100% they don't even know about business casual they don't know that if you yeah. open my ipod touch right now it's all in japanese like, like that is so awesome but like okay so i got it just made me think of this i found on youtube because i spend a lot of time on youtube watching like podcast type stuff and that also takes my time and sometimes i get frustrated because i'm like there's records I need to be listening to. And I'm sitting mm-hmm. listening to some guy talk about comic books for 20 minutes. I could have listened to a record in this amount of time. But like... Behind you? What? Those comic books in those boxes behind you? Oh, oh, oh those my are God. comic books? <laughs> yeah. Oh my wow. God. Yikes. Not y- yikes. Recording slowed down its output. <laughs> <laughs> That's rad. You're like John, but it's not a mess. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> oh, wait. Hey, I mean, look. That, that looks like. Check, that, out, what look I was you, check out what I'm collecting. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm collecting the colors. Yeah. Um, but, like, um, the other day, because I always look up all of our stuff, like, I'll just type in an artist that we know and I'll look him up. I found on YouTube a copy of something I didn't even know existed anymore. RCRC, Roberto Clemente rookie card, Radio Mix 1. If you look up RCRC Radio Mix 1 on YouTube, it's a rip of a bonus CD that I added to the first five Alanthus Recordings records that came out on CDR. I added in this just comp of songs that I put together. There's a playlist. It's a mixtape. 
and somebody uploaded it to YouTube. Wow. Listen. And I was like, this is exactly what I was listening to in the fall of 2011. It was like a time capsule. It blew my mind. That would be wild. I forgot I even made it. I guess I just didn't think we were doing good enough, so I wanted to <laughs> the pot and send a next record with them. But like, who's that guy? You should you, you should message him or leave that comment. I, I commented on it and I was like, "Hey, I thought this was lost to time. I forgot I even made this. Like, thanks for uploading this. This is great, you know, or whatever." But, but yeah, that's cool. That's I saw the signal down there, so I don't want to. I don't want to go over. I know I, I have a tendency to that's go sick. over. Now the the stop sign. Yeah, that wasn't a sick. I was thinking that too. Was... Oh, oh, oh my God! No, the oh, I didn't even. Thirty. That's not even. That's not I, even I, a signal. I, I just had it. You know, I'm on Letterman, and they're like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> before you before you do that, you were saying that you were like starting to get some of these like records are really expensive now. I'm really glad I got into some of these records. What I did because I got a bit like, end of 2017, early 2018. I picked up a ton ton of records like i i i look right here i got a copy of uh far side virtual for like 15 bucks oh man you know and now get that work. Um, i want that so bad you have no idea i've human I, 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 got it. I have two copies of that you want to you, you want one <laughs> i think we should talk about it that's a, that's an essential yeah i i well think it's like i bought that on discogs but then a new record store in Pittsburgh that moved from Portland to Pittsburgh. Wow. They had a copy there, and it was twenty bucks, and it was a nicer copy, and it even had the insert, which was missing from the one I bought. So I was like, "I think I'll buy this as well. I, who cares? You know, <laughs> it's an album I'm not going to see very often. It's not like it's getting repressed anytime soon. Rip." Scott you know, genuinely, tanks, you know? Scott genuinely looks like his mind was just blown. He's like, <laughs> "Yeah, no way." I've got a couple of dudes. I was thinking about the option of me talking to somebody about getting a copy of that record. Like, <laughs> I love that record. I don't have the only James for a record I have is on air. I I I found on air. I found on air in a like local record store. Fourteen. My mom got me that for my Christmas <laughs> present because I sent her a link. I'm like, hey, have you sent twenty dollars to this? My this is what I want. My connection to Farside Virtual is that anytime I have a pet in a video game, I name it Farside Virtual. <laughs> hey, that stop sign like triggered my bladder. I have to use the restroom. Well, let's wrap. Your- do you think we can <laughs> plug real quick? Or do you, do you we- ever, you, whenever you're driving, you ever just see a stop sign you wear a diaper or something? Do you want to? Do you want to just plug real quick? We'll get out of here and then you can go. Or do you have? T- I mean, I want to come back. I'm well, I'm just saying, just to end yeah. the episode, then you'll come back if you can hold for ten seconds. I can hold it for 10 okay. seconds. I want to thank all three of you for, for having me on here. Anybody who is watching, I uh, I really do appreciate any record you ever listen to off my label. If you ever listen to my own music, I really appreciate that so much. But like um, Alanthus Recordings, A-I-L-A-N-T-H-U-S. A lot of us say Atlantis and then no one can find it. But like... <laughs> Alanthus Recordings, dig on there. Everything's free. Um, download as much as you can. There are so many amazing artists. And the one thing I always encourage people is if there's an artist on there that you've never heard of and it stands out to you or draws your interest, download that record. 
and listen to that record. Nice. Do you have anything? So, do you have anything specific to plug? We'll just round our plugs, then do our wave for the thumbnail, and then plug. No, I mean, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna work on some like uh, Lincoln put out these like before Vaporwave was named Vaporwave. Lincoln put out these records that were like. He would just upload, like, here's the Beatles for sale, slowed down with Echo. And it was the whole album. And I loved those records. I don't even know if you can still find them, but, like, those were great. And I'm going to do that with my ideas off the top of my head right now are Tomba 2, <laughs> Die Hard Trilogy, and Motor. <laughs> there you go. Wow. And I did a performance in, like, 2013 that I called... I had it on the flyer as Moto Racer 3D, where I had my partner play Moto Racer through this big TV. Ooh. And I ran the sound out through the pedal board I had at the time and fucked with the sound like while she was playing. That's awesome. And so, like, it's kind of a cool uh, flashback to that to play with those Moto Racer songs because they're all like, like weird 90s, like, uh, drum and bass but via yeah. playstation one games like it's really interesting <laughs> well dope uh john you got anything uh new elm is just about finished and it has not been announced yet a date but it will be this spring also bizcast new this week we uh what, what, what do we got this week we got a new elm from hey tenna Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, hey, Tana, years of failure. This elm is not a failure. It is a really good elm. You should check it out. Also, last week we had SA Twenties Pitch, the sequel to Twenty, uh, his last elm. <laughs> uh, and next week, what do we got? Next week, we got next week. We got. I'm on the wrong page. Fuck. Um, Crazy. Releases I know. Yeah? Every Friday. Uh, it's it's awful, man. <laughs> well, don't listen next, to it it's all awful it, now this next release is it awful it's stranger from soulcraft y'all know him y'all love him that's next week so check that out on nice. business casual dot biz nice music dot i'm gonna go before discord just because your plugs are always so tight uh you check me out streaming 3d underscore blast on twitch Working on new music. That's all I think. That's all I got right now. Oh, I'm releasing a remix with Dan uh, in February. So check that out. Uh, it's not announced yet, but just look out for that. Awesome. Disco? WDSK 97.9, home of the funkiest in disco and news tomorrow at 8 p.m. Got some new choices for tomorrow, for example. Also. And. Oh, we got the morning. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that's it from us. Let's get a wave for the th- for the thumbnail. Like, let's, Ilya. Goodbye.